Your property podcast comes to you with thanks to our friends at Trafalgar Square Finance, leading independent specialists in mortgages and all types of property finance. Whether it's buy-to-let, development or bridging finance, Trafalgar Square can help you organise your funding for your next property project. Exclusively to listeners of Your Property Podcast, Trafalgar Square offer a free one-to-one consultation. So whether you are a portfolio landlord looking to raise funds on your existing portfolio, or if you're just starting out and want to find out if you are eligible for a buy-to-let mortgage, Trafalgar Square Finance can help. It's easy to book with one of their experienced consultants by simply visiting yourpropertynetwork.co.uk forward slash finance. You can find this link in the show notes for more details. Hello and welcome to Your Property Podcast. My name is Michelle Cairns and today is the 1st of March 2022 and with us we have Guillaume Black. Hi Guillaume. Hi Michelle, thank you very much for having me. I should say bonjour. Bienvenue. So a bit of background about Guillaume. Obviously, he's French and he is the co-founder and CEO of Property Filter and the director of Black's Property Solutions. He has been able to leave his 10-year career in the construction and engineering sector thanks to property. So with his engineering background, Guillaume could not help but deconstruct and blueprint what makes success in property in a number of simple frameworks. So that is a quick overview uh, about your background, Guillaume. Um, but Guillaume, we met actually last month at one of my networking meetings, and you presented, uh, you know, your uh, research and and uh, and and your business model about how you help people to um, get started in property. And I think, you know, what what appealed to me about your your talk was that you deal with people. You know, you, you help people at the very beginning of their journey who are overwhelmed and they are stuck in what strategy and what type of deal and you know how they take that next or the first step so uh but for people who don't know about you let's you know tell us a bit about your background and um the construction engineering and how that's fed into the property world right okay so um yeah um 10 years some 11 years ago now i I graduated from um, a university in france with a master's degree in engineering and I realized my childhood dream at the time. I went on to work on those big um, infrastructure projects, you know, sort of uh, Discovery Channel kind of uh, places. And uh, I really liked it at the beginning, uh, but it was uh, very, very demanding. I had no, you know, life, uh, you know, work-life balance. Uh, I, I loved the traveling, uh, but the hours were just crazy, you know, like 15-hour days, you know, 15 days in a row, very little uh, time off, you know, in, in between, in between there. And I was just going through the motions and don't get me wrong, I had really good career opportunities and I, I enjoyed most of it, but it's just, uh, it, it was it was a life by uh, default, you know, like um, not really uh, driven. And uh, as I moved to UK again for work uh, six years ago, uh, I got into uh, property at the beginning a bit by accident because, um, you know, section 24, so if I just want to buy a flat, it just makes more sense for me to open it through a company. And then all of a sudden, yeah, I realize all the stuff I can put through the business. And it's like, oh, I'm, I'm a, <laughs> an accidental entrepreneur. Yeah? <laughs> and uh, so it started a bit like this. And um, I think the penny really dropped for me when um, I realized the opportunity offered by the UK market uh, in terms of property. Uh, and a lot of it comes from the finance system, which is quite uh, unique and different to what we've got in Europe or in France. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I realized about interest-only mortgages and the refinance systems and all these things that don't exist, 
and you can you can get build a monthly profit basically on and by monthly income and quite sustain, sustainably you can <clears throat> substantially you can uh, sort of replace uh, a good chunk of your of your income quite quite quickly i really got a uh, got into it i'm i only I started in property in France with uh, with uh, some anecdotal projects, you know, like a, a barn conversions. I, I bought a barn in 2013, and uh, I thought I was going to convert it into flats. But it's, it was one of those projects where the the cost of the works no, were yeah. lower than the value you get at the end. So I, I just sat on it for uh, four years, and I sold it last year. But it, it's just so you you know, you, you learn with some mistakes like this, but really. Things really accelerated for me in the UK in 2018. Uh, bought my first um, first uh, buy to let, so that was to get the landlord experience for to get access to better finance. And I focused um, all my energy into HMOs and HMOs developments in the Birmingham area. And mm-hmm. I, I worked with uh, Andy Elland, so together we we we've built quite a few uh, sort of one HMO per year since basically, and we've got now. Uh, two projects on the go, one seven bed, which is uh, halfway through, and one uh, nine bed. Uh, we are just uh, applying for planning uh, at the moment. Right. Uh, all of these, all, apart from the single let, which was uh, a direct to vendor uh, through uh, networking referral, uh, all the other properties we bought, all the HMO developments uh, projects we did were uh, based on looking for insights of motivations, and uh, all of them were on the market at some point on the market. And uh, we're looking for, um, you know, if they fell through, if they were reduced, if they were listed with multiple agents, and uh, basically the, the slow movers, if, if they're available since a long time, they are sold subject to contracts since a long time. And we sort of build this uh, lead, generation, lead generation machine to go after these, uh, these uh, insights of motivation and solve the problems on the, on the market properties. And because we dabbed into direct to vendor, we've, we've tried lots of, lots of stuff. Uh, but really what seems to work for us is to automate this lead generation here. And uh, yeah, the results I, the results uh, we managed to get with this allowed me to quit my uh, uh, tenure career. Uh, as a, you know, at the end, I had quite a senior role in the, in the company. And I'm so, you know, so much more happy for, for the life I have now, you know, thanks to, mm-hmm. thanks to property and the methodology. Wow. And um, in, good to give people an idea of the time frame. You know, let's say from uh, you know when you kind of realise that you could invest in property and and generate this cash flow, to actually quitting the day job. What sort of time frame was that? Yeah, that was that was three years. Wow, yeah, three years. Um, but let's say I was uh, I got in I got in my own way yeah. most <laughs> of the time, um, and I guess it's um, it's one of the. I guess one of the lessons learned or the things I would do differently. Uh, um, for me, I, I, I spend more energy working on myself than on the business all this time, because uh, you can imagine my uh, corporate baggage, education baggage, you know, uh, you know, France is probably the least entrepreneurial country you can think <laughs> of. Uh, you know, I've, I've graduated from a good university in France, but uh, none of my, uh, you know, uh, ex, you know fr- friends from uni or alumni or whatever, None of them are self-employed. You know, everybody's working for a big corporation and you know, climbing up the ladder, etc. And it's just not in our culture. You know, everybody here in UK, everybody knows someone who, whose parent has got a corner shop somewhere or or is some sort of a business, or even just contracting on a on a self-employed basis. And uh, it just took me quite a lot to to go on the other side of fear. You know, sort of deconstruct my uh, my, my baggage basically around the around this to. 
being this uh, accidental entrepreneur to uh, you know this is it you know this is what I this is what I this is who I am this is what I want to do can I just dig into that a little bit then so can you describe uh you know the moment where you realized what was possible with property investing that in the UK that is not possible in France because uh, I say that I've got a friend and I was explaining you know what I do and uh, and explaining about interest only mortgages and he, he couldn't believe that you could get an interest only mortgage it's just not possible um, in you know European countries like France and Spain so you know it makes that uh, property investing much more appealing because you can get more cash flow from it you're not just paying the repayments um, off the capital every month so you know uh, I think a lot of people either don't realize the potential in property investing um or if they do they don't realize how lucky they are to live in the uk where it is possible to make uh, you know a really good living from property investment investment yeah so um, the, yeah the penny really dropped for me when i understood the these and uh, yeah interest only mortgage it's the, the things I, I talked about just earlier you know interest only mortgage and refinancing right. so in, in france uh, the, the interest you cannot you, you cannot access interest only mortgage you can in some instance, but basically you need the cash on the side as a security, which means yeah, it doesn't really make sense. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, so, uh, don't ask me about the, the logic of a French system. Right. <laughs> and so um, yeah, yeah. So this this was quite uh, this was right. quite quite something. And and the refinancing. So in France, you can buy you can refinance in a way you another com- another lender can buy your debt, but you cannot raise more uh, equity, more debt against the value of an asset. Right. Um, if you think uh, the, it's the, the, the old culture around debt is very different, and the, the understanding of good debt in France, uh, all debt are bad. You know, when I when I when I explain to my family uh, the the sum of all the mortgages I have, you know, <laughs> it, 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 this is crazy. You know, we, yeah. we, we can't, we, we wouldn't be able to sleep. You know, yeah. uh, but I explain how it works, and um, uh, and it, it's quite uh, here for, in France, for example, if you. If your kids are going to university and you need to finance this, you'll take um, you'll take um, like a consumer loan, you know, like a, just a, you know an unsecured loan with your bank. Uh, the same sort of stuff, you know, you could buy cars or do whatever you want with it. Here, people will refinance their home because it's uh, the, the, the debt the debt is cheaper, you know. Yes. So yeah. the old the old the old system and culture is very different, right. and the 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 fact that you can. Uh, Add value through works and my background in engineering, works ma- contracts management, mm-hmm. works management. Add value through works uh, and then uh, recycle some of your money. For me, this was uh, this is crazy. This this was really uh, where where it all started and where I got really into uh, into it. And then the, the next thing was um, if you want to set up a company in France, you need to pay an accountant for like three thousand euros or something like that, and it takes months. Here you go on the company house and it costs you fifteen quid or fourteen. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you, you, uh, I think I think the last company I opened, I did it on the on the back of the second speaker on the pin meeting because I already saw you know on Zoom. And like, but, yeah, it's really it's really it's really quick and easy. You know, you can really uh, you know create value, create businesses yeah. uh, so much more easier here than on the other side of the pond. Yeah. Well, even so, here it's easy if you know how, right? So um, yeah. it's it just kind of accessing that whole world and uh, and taking advantage of, advantage of it. Um, so let's dig into a bit about the lead generation then. So you've got the engineering background, all about processes and systems, and you're applying that to your property um, investing. So how did you go about having you know creating that system and how can that kind of help other people 
Yeah, so at the beginning, I think we, um, when we set out to look for properties, we realized that they were, uh, we, we wasted a lot of time on, um, on scrolling through the online portals, on uh, copying these on a spreadsheet somewhere uh, with links. And by the time you finish to do things, get things everything gets out of date. And that was the first place where we were losing a lot of time. Right. And the second aspect where we were we were going on viewing on, on, on too many things. We were trying to view, uh, yeah, trying to view any property that uh, fits uh, two basic criteria, and uh, and we ended up at some viewings. and And it and it's even so more true now uh, that the market is a lot more hot than uh, three four years ago. Mm. You know, you you are you are going to waste your time if you are sort of uh, in this bidding war with uh, first time buyers where everybody's uh, everybody's looking for the same. Uh, same uh, same uh, house as you. Yes, we were w- wasting a lot of time on, uh, on, the, on the viewings, basically going places where people were not motivated and then you are trying to sell them a, a creative solution where, yeah. where really they, the, the best thing for them is to, um, you know, someone else can buy, buy, them, buy them property basically for the, what they're asking for or even more. So, so we started to be a lot more selective in what we were looking, um, looking at viewing. And um, initially, we were just the only viewings we, the only viewings worth our time were things fallen out of bed, reduced, uh, listed with multiple agents, and we just focused on this. Right. And uh, and then the, the conversations we were having, the quality of the leads we were getting, were just went through the roof. And the, the first project we bought, I think, uh, the asking price was two hundred fifty thousand pound. It fell through twice. It was listed with multiple agents. Uh, at the end, we didn't even deal with an agent because we because we've been on the property and uh, we spoke with the the owner. It was quite a it was a bit of a difficult uh, person to deal with, but uh, again, it's difficult for everybody. So, you know, you, the good deals are not by doing the easy stuff, you know. So, um, yes. And and at the end, uh, it, it took a lot of following up, and uh, and we got it, I think, for one hundred seventy three thousand, wow. and it's now where it was valued. Two years ago, eighteen months ago, uh, four hundred twenty. You know, after we've done some works to it. Okay, so people listening to this, and if they're not into the, you know, if they've not done these deals themselves, they're going to be asking, why would an owner sell, you know, their property at such a discount to you? So because it was in a in a bit of a state, right? It had, it had poor interest because the the owner was very stubborn on the price they wanted, so it just upset everybody around upset us but we sort of st- it was quite difficult you know but uh, we we stuck with it we followed up and then even uh, until the last day until we completed it was it was it was difficult it was uh, the, the guy was sort of bullying us you know uh, we completed in five weeks you know which is not bad uh, yeah you know anyway but uh, just one of these guys uh, and um, and which you know basically this guy is going to be difficult to everybody he put off two uh, two uh, people that you know Sort of pulled off the the sale before, and we could see the value could create there for the location and etc. And we knew uh, what sort of works we needed to do. So I think it's, it was yeah, just following up, sticking with our guns, and uh, not being so attached to to the deal. So when you have a good lead generation system, and you can fill your pipeline, and you can see that you've got lots of opportunity going on in the same time. Uh, you become less uh, attached and you know emotionally attached to one deal, and then uh, uh, sort of uh, making mistakes of uh, uh, paying too much for it because this is the only thing you've got in your pipeline because this mm-hmm. is the only thing you're looking at. So when you have a yeah, we have a strong lead generation system that brings you uh, leads on a daily basis, and then you've got a, a strong framework to work through these and know at which stage everything is. 
you are a bit more detached. You see the numbers, yeah. you see how many how many you've got around, and uh, and at the end you just use the system to sieve through all these leads into deals. And there's only going to be a few at the end, but uh, they are they are the ones worth doing. Yeah, you've got an abundance mindset, and you're not a uh, motivated buyer. That's for sure. Yeah. If, you've got, if you've got so many to choose from, and uh, you know, you just mentioned there about oh, the owner was a bit stubborn on the price. So presumably, what he was asking for, uh, his asking price, it wasn't worth that because it needed so much work doing it. Was that the case? Or yeah, it was. It was. Uh... It was worth. Uh, it was worth a lot less. It was probably worth more than what we we paid for, but I think we just we just stuck to to our guns and you know fair play to Andy. He, deal with, he dealt with a lot of the <laughs> the hardship with the, the, the negotiation. The, the guy was quite difficult. Huh? He was he, you know it's like he was playing hard to get. He was no. it was uh, yeah that's fine. I've got another cash offer better than yours. That's great. You yeah, know, great, for you. <laughs> great for you you know by all means you know this is uh, yeah. this, this seems great and then um, you know you if you if you keep regular contacts you see that uh, yeah people are driven by some sort of pride and ego sometimes and uh, it's and we need to uh, sort of uh, um, brush uh, the ego in the right side and not not comment on not comment on what we we might think or not judge and and help help people move on basically and um, i think it, it was happy at the end that he was done uh, we were happy because we got a good uh, deal yeah and, and as you say a lot of it is about in the follow-up uh, where everyone else kind of gets bored or moves on by something else and then this person kind of is yeah. left uh you know still with their house to sell and and you're following up on on that so it what's your uh you know what's your process for following up do you leave it Two weeks, yes. a month. Uh, how do you just carry on until it's sold? It really depends. So every every lead in our pipeline will be unique. Right. Uh, so in so we use the same the same system. You know, we use a property filter for our lead generation, and this, we we offer this to anybody who reach out to me, basically. And the, the the process is the is the same. So every lead is different in our pipeline at, at different stage. Most people will most people will. Uh, Put a lot of effort in uh, the lead generation themselves. So they'll do uh, expensive direct to vendor campaigns, or they'll pay uh, uh, VAs, or they'll spend a lot of time to scroll through the internet, then uh, uh, copy, uh, right move links on spreadsheets. And you, you have all this uh, heavy uh, weight done uh, at the beginning that only gives you the right to go to a viewing. Then they spend the miles, they spend the time on the viewing, they, they build rapport. Then the next stage is um, we'll go on and um, uh, make an offer. Uh, so we, we try to put ourselves as professional as possible. We prepare good, good documents with uh, all our proof of funds, etc. So it is a lot of effort going going through going through all of this. And we, then uh, most people would just put an offer, and then uh, and then this is where it ends because the, there is no system really to track yeah, uh, yeah. to track uh, follow up efficiently. So the way our pipeline is designed is that. Um, we for because every lead is different and every lead will be more or less warm depending on the discussion you've had. Right. Say um, right, um, the, these are we are pretty close to agreeing something. So let's follow up with them in one week, or today's Tuesday. Let's follow up with them on Friday. Or if it's um, and the other extreme is like um, okay, it's sole subject to contract. Um, so we've worked on this and it's now sole subject to contract. And we just tick the box. Okay, we follow up in four weeks. So depending, you know, if it's all subject to contract to, you know, yesterday, uh, basically they are not in a place where you you can really position yourself or when it falls through, call me, you know. So, yeah. so but it's just uh, say, okay, we'll follow up in four weeks or in five weeks. 
and um, and then as uh, as the sole subject contract stuff uh, reach uh, 90 days or depending on the postcodes some uh, some uh, you know would be 60 days some could be 100 days so people can set their criteria and um, and then we will we'll, we'll be a lot more um, a lot more present basically uh, in the follow up and a bit of a uh, a bit of a tip here, uh, something that seems to work quite well. So um, it's not something I've been doing because I've, I've got the, you know projects on the go, but some of our property filter members are doing. They look at anything that's on the um, sole subject to contract since a long time, mm -hmm. and they know that uh, there's a good proportion of these that will come back on the market. So what they do is uh, they, they they get in touch uh, directly with the vendor. So because the software pulls out the address, they just they just get the address of the of the properties. And something I've seen, which I found was quite brilliant, is they don't write a letter it's, it's, uh, saying, oh, I've seen your house is sold. Uh, if it falls through, call me. They, they, they send a letter, which is a bit of a gift. So congratulations for your move. Um, these are a list of, um, of, of services, you know, that, uh, that uh, you, you know, you might, you might need and, um, uh, for, your, for your move, etc. Uh, some moving companies, some cleaning companies, some gardeners, uh, some local businesses, basically, that uh, you, you, you generally uh, help with something. Yeah. And then if something happens with the sale, you know, we happen to be uh, buying houses here. You, like can, it. You, can save, uh, you can save on fees and this and that. So work directly with us and we'll be looking at giving you the, uh, accessing the equity of your property. Uh, and this seems to work quite well. Yeah, so they're more likely to keep that. Uh, letter because it's uh, you know it's got some value yeah. to it yeah so it's making it in a way that uh, it stays on the kitchen table or it yeah. stays it's, it doesn't yeah, reach the bin uh, and then you never know like a couple of weeks later something might happen and they, usually when something happens they the vendors will be pissed off with the agent because the agent has sold they, they sold them the idea that this was a great offer this was a great vendor they need to accept it because they, we need to complete to get our commission and um and uh, and then there's, there's always a bit of a disappointment when uh, the agent uh, is telling them that something went wrong with the sale, and, and so it's so it's a good time to occupy some headspace. Uh, right. That time. And so when you talk about the leads that are automatically generated, how do they come to you then? So you're talking about you know not using virtual assistants to scrape the data and not doing it manually, but how are the leads generated? Yeah. So. Um, so basically, what we what we find and we measured is uh, is that the best uh, return on investment in terms of our time and money invested in lead generation in marketing to get lead is on uh, first of all dominating everything that's on the market. The first uh, it, it's for me it's a it's a false uh, it's not really a, a good exercise to uh, go in a new area and uh, start leafleting streets. Yeah. Uh, or um, or doing uh, just ad hoc landlord letters here and there. Uh, the first thing you want to do is to dominate everything that's on the market. See everything that's been reduced. See everything that's back on the market. See everything that's listed with multiple agents. I also see the volume of stock. Is it increasing? Is it removing? Really understanding how your area is working. And you, you so this the, and this this will be done by uh, you know by so you can do this manually of course you can scrape through uh, all the portals and do it do it yourself but for us you know it, it's done very efficiently with our with our software right okay. and uh, and then the idea is that fr from there looking looking at um, yeah all the the insights of motivation focusing on them first and then the and focusing on the stuff that are, that doesn't sell so you don't want to compete with uh, basically all the first time buyers 
Uh, yeah. So, so when when a property, in, especially in this market, when everything flies off the shelves, imagine the if you are a vendor and you see everything is selling, but not your house, you know. So, you know, motivation. This is this is where you solve problems as property professionals. So the way it works, and, and so that's the first step. And then after, by all means, you know, we we can invest in direct to vendor stuff when we really understand our area, and uh, but we have to understand the return on investment on our leads. Mm -hmm. You know, in terms of money and uh, time, is uh, less interesting than the, by looking at everything that's on the market. But the way this works for us is that we pull out uh, from all the portals on the inter on the internet. Basically, we pull out all the data in one place, and uh, and we match. Uh, uh, there's all sorts of things we we do. Um, we match uh, properties for sale and to rent. So we've got people who just specialize in pitching PLOs. You know, because uh, basically this is what people. You know, this is what the listing says. They they want to rent it, but they also want to sell. So mm -hmm. So yeah, so that's, uh, that works quite well for some people. It's just pulling all of this data together. Uh, and uh, I would add, um, so there's a lot of uh, hype around the data. You know, this is a 21st century and you need, we need to uh, take data-driven decisions. And um, one of the regrets, I have not a regret, but one of the things I would do differently uh, because, I've, because of my uh, sort of analytical background, I thought I could do everything from my desk. You know, at the beginning, I probably spent two months uh, you know that, that, that's going back three four years ago i probably spent two months uh, trying to get all the data from my area and finding uh, you know heat maps of yields and the data will only give you average performance basically and you can choose to uh, sit on your desk and just just follow the data mm -hmm. the truth is it you are you are procrastinating you are, you are you are really lying to yourself if you're just looking at the data it's pretty, it plots some charts and you think you are progressing, but really you are just looking at average performance of the market. But when you really get results is when you get out of the building and uh, property remains a people's business and you get above average performance assets uh, by mixing, uh, basically, uh, basically mixing the two. So having, having the data on the background to do your lead generation and your due diligence. And being on the ground and uh, you know speaking with the actors on the ground, the vendors, building rapport so that they want to. It's not so much who they are, but it's uh, who are you to them, so that people really want to only want to sell to you, basically. Right. And in terms of like you know, I love your name, the property filter, the companies because it uh, you know it shows just how you kind of take that data and then filter it to get what you want. Um, but how do you decide what is a deal? You know, what's a good deal for you? Yeah, so um, so the first the first uh, the first thing I would do is uh, really get to spend a lot of time to uh, invest a lot of time in getting uh, clarity on uh, one's uh, strategy. Mm -hmm. And I, I, that's not to say oh, I'm doing HMO, you're doing SA, you know, not property strategy. It's really uh, strategy in the sense of having like a life strategy or like a like a life plan or. Um, in terms of what do you what do you want to achieve in five years and what income stream do you need at which uh, stages and um, and I re and really really going quite in depth into this because it's pointless searching for some you know looking for something uh, if you don't know what you are, what you're looking for and, and I see a lot of people wasting a lot of time they go on right now they say Birmingham 50 mile radius and there's 3000 results <laughs> and a lot of people do this and, uh, and, and I say all right because I don't want to miss out on it but the thing is you are you'll be looking for properties which will never be suitable because of the location because uh, because of the, the the you know the just the price range they are at in you cannot you know. so it's really um, 
on, on this, there's multiple aspects to this. And um, so something I learned from uh, Daniel Hill, which is probably the, one of the first uh, thing is uh, this concept of wealth uh, hierarchy. So um, it's uh, imagine a, a pyramid, a triangle with three slabs. So the bottom is your cash flow, the middle is profit and the top is assets. And for me, that was really a game changer. So first is uh, depending where you are in your in your life, you might are you looking to create cash flow? Are you are you looking at uh, replacing your income or funding your lifestyle, or is it that you are a part-time pilot and you love your job, and this is funding more than your lifestyle anyway? <clears throat> so your cash flow is sorted, and really you are you want to create wealth and. Uh, and creating wealth is not going to be by developing HMOs, which are you know 15 months, uh, 18 months turnaround. You're much much better off creating a, a capital, um, you know, a capital events like sourcing fees, or uh, flips, you know, or the, 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 these kind of things that generate uh, 20k at a time, you know, 10k at a time uh, profits that you can then invest in assets. So the assets they are will be your boring uh, buy to lets basically the the, the, the non-noisy stuff. Uh, you know, no, it depends really where you are in your life and it's understanding what you need. If you are uh, if you are 10 years away from a re retiring age, for example, I wouldn't start a rent-to-rent -rent, uh, you know, business. You know? <laughs> yeah. This is really, uh, this is really like a, if you want to replace an income at an early stage and uh, yeah, so that's really the first, uh, the first aspects and there's so many uh, levels to this so many depth we can delve into this i think one of my um if i were to do all of this again so i went straight into developing hmos and it's it's very uh, capital intensive it's quite it's quite it's very long you know the project cycles are very long and um, if i were to do this again i would probably start by uh, creating a business uh, and again like a trading business or a service business or or um um like a subscription-based business of some sort um, to, to create this cash flow right. and sustainably um, because it's, it's quite easy when you are, you've been working for many years, you've got some savings, you've got, uh, I don't know, you've got five, you know, five digits, uh, five, six digits savings on the, on the bank account and, and your ego, your ego wants to uh, buy property, you know, it's, uh, I'm getting to property and uh, I'm going to I'm going to buy uh, uh, one two uh, and people think in terms of uh, how many deals do I need mm. and uh, I think it's very limiting because you are never in the mindset of creating a scalable business and um, yeah it's something I learned it took me a, you know three years basically to uh, to realize that and if I were to do it again I'd probably start by you know even though I had some capital at the beginning but it's putting the ego on the side so okay I will buy property from uh, from the the excess profit of my cash flow business or by by the profit play um, of my uh, i don't know sourcing or or development or flips to to buy these boring assets yeah uh, but yeah we, it's uh, it's it's hard because you want to go straight into the sexy stuff yeah but if i were to do it again i probably um, and again i wish i knew the things i knew now and I, I had the maturity and the outlook on business and entrepreneurship which i didn't have but I, I would probably look at um, opening like, um, I don't like a building firm or a maintenance company or a cleaning company or a, a service provider in the, in the industry I want to operate in. And uh, so, so that this funds my uh, lifestyle basically. 
and then on top of that, then doing doing the flips and creating, you know, I, I, if I if I did this at the time, I would have enough uh, enough capital to buy some properties cash mm -hmm. to flip them, and then you know you just uh, you, you just create wealth so much faster by following this uh, these three stages here. Yeah, um, it's um, it's really interesting this idea of what is a great deal, and as you said, the. The, you know a great deal changes depending on what stage you're at you know if, you, if it's your first or second or third property that might be very different than yeah. if you're you've got the cash flow sorted and you're looking at chunks of cash and you're looking at investing in the low hassle assets further down the line um so yeah that's interesting what you say about build up the cash flow first so you're not completely reliant on you know these highly intensive and you know cash intensive uh, or time intensive strategies mm. so yeah okay and um so when people you know they they uh, go through the property filter and they they find the deal um you know how do you how do they kind of fund the, those deals and uh you know is there any kind of support with the negotiation side and the skill sets um to take it to complete i guess yeah, so it, it's very much uh, focused on the on the deal finding side. Yeah. Um, and after uh, this is interesting, uh, we can have a discussion around the because we are very uh, customer centered. So the the features are evolving all the time based on the, our current community. Uh, today we focused the USP has really been around finding deals. Right. If you find the, if you find the right deals, you know you'll be able to find the find the money kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but we've not uh, we've not gone into brokerage of uh, investment or we've not included any like um, introduction or kickbacks to mortgage providers or anything like that so it's very much um, it's very much um, all in one standalone tool right. to, uh, to, uh, to basically cut off all the admins uh, the, this blueprint to find the, the deals uh, but then uh, then the finance side uh, yeah you this this is something this is something for 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 you to sort in. Yeah. And the actual, um, the business model is that, you know, do you buy once or is it a subscription sort of ongoing that uh, people sign up to? Yeah. The, yeah. So we, we've not fully productized it. So, so we, today what we've done, we've done a soft launch in November for people in my network mm -hmm. and uh, people who know me or, or it's just been by referral of our, our current members referring other people today uh, because we are preparing to launch it properly in the summer. So today right. the only thing on the only thing on offer was a, a pre-launch membership, right. and uh, it's understanding that we are still developing, we are still improving. So we yeah. we are doing like updates tw twice a week. You know, uh, I think la last week we added the commercial properties to this. So it was a big uh, uh, say last week, this weekend. So yeah, two days ago, the commercial properties have been added, which was quite a step change. Uh, we've changed some things in the features, which allow you know most much more efficient uh, uh, map search where people can click on the map to get the postcodes and to add the postcode to their search so it's just um, we're just evolving uh, with our current community uh, but uh, yeah by, by all by all means yeah people people can reach out to me and uh, to see a demo and uh, if it if it works for them then all you know if they can if they, if they can get in for the, the pre-launch membership basically they get unlimited feature unlimited search and they get upgraded to the post plan uh, in the summer so it, it now is a good time to jump to wow. jump on. Fantastic. That's great. So um, where can people find out more about this and what you're up to? Yeah, so the, the best is to connect with me on uh, on Facebook uh, or, or yeah, send, send me an email and send me a messenger. And um, I'm, I'm very passionate about property, uh, very passionate about 
uh, what it's done for me and uh, you know uh, always very uh, generous with my time when we, when uh, when people reach out to me for a demo to uh, look at their situation and and uh, or, or can or can you know I, I can add some value to uh, give them some ideas of what they could do and uh, and then when uh, when we see that property filter can help uh, then uh, usually people go on to a trial and, and most people then uh, stay, stay on converting the membership because of because of the time they the time they get back basically and the results they get brilliant great well um we'll put the links in the show notes and uh, do you want to just tell us what the uh the website's called yeah so it's a property iphone filter that could uk so there's some general information on the website and you can uh, you can book a demo to speak with me uh, and you can find me guillaume black on uh, facebook or linkedin <clears throat> sorry and uh, from there, you know, we can start a conversation and uh, yeah, we're happy to support you in uh, your property investment uh, uh, process and journey. Fantastic. Well, I really look forward to watching what you do next and, um, and following your journey. So uh, thank you very much for your time today. It was really interesting. Yeah. Thanks so much, Michel, for, for having me. Thank you, everyone, for listening up to now and for coping with my French accent. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. No, it's really loads of value. So thank you. Um, great. And for anyone who is not yet a subscriber to the magazine, please click the link in the show notes for your free 30 day trial. That's all for today, guys. And we'll see you next time.